Hey guys, before we get into today's podcast, we actually have a sweet promo code. If you're looking to get into a WiseEye camera, now is the time. So we can't really give the code over the air, but if you want to hit us up on Instagram is probably the best bet to reach out to us. Hit us up in the DMs, ask for the promo code, we'll send it to you, and the code is good till the end of the month of August. So to kick off the trail camera series, we wanted to offer you guys a great deal on some WiseEye cameras, so please hit us up. So we're, we're a Christian um, group of guys. And we're all followers of Christ, and I do want to talk a little bit about this. And I look up, and he's trying to click the camera on, and I go, he's 72 yards. My strategy was totally different. I just got up in areas, and I knew the terrain features I wanted to hunt. I think that I would rather use a scrape line because I imagine that there's more bucks hitting a scrape line because the line's longer. <laughs> <laughs> and actually lay eyes on the property first, and then start you know, doing my scouting whenever I actually knew what it was that I was looking at. I think our deer at home have bigger ranges than we want to admit. Just I, because of the more pressure. I 100% agree. Brad it up, Kevy. Send us home, baby. Welcome back to another episode of Born Again Bow Hunting Podcast. Uh, we kind of have the whole crew here, but uh, <laughs> one of them's on Zoom. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. How's it going tonight, Matthew? <laughs> it's not good. It's not good, boys. Why don't you tell us why you're on the couch and not in a chair next to me? Um well, we'll just we'll just break into the podcast right away with what's going on in my life, I guess. Uh Over the weekend, Saturday, I was going down early Saturday morning, I was going down to Indiana to hang cameras. My transmission went out in my truck. Oh, Kevin <laughs> gave Kevin a call and said, hey, I said, uh, you want to come help a friend out? And luckily, I was only about an hour away from home. Kevin brought a trailer, loaded that puppy up, and um, by the grace of God, Kevin got it rebuilt by midnight of that night. So we, he actually put in a transmission into a Dodge, got the Dodge off the lift, got my truck on the lift, and within like six hours or something yeah correct six me if i'm wrong was, kevin yeah. so when we punched in i punched my time clock in just to see how long it took us and it was 401 when i punched in <laughs> and it was 1203 when we left Jeez. or when we were putting oil in your truck so, yeah but that also includes the dodge yeah. right so yeah. it's probably like seven hours of match six or seven hours of match transmission yes yeah. it took me an hour to get the Dodge transmission in and then the seven and some change to get yours yeah. out rebuilt and back in. So I yeah. did the book time just for the heck of it. And it was like 19 and a half hours worth of like book time mm. to do all that stuff crammed in 80 hours. I was dragging <laughs> by the end of it, but hey, and, we, we got and it he made it home. So we yeah. know that it was yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's too funny. So then after that, you know, we went from a low to a high back to a low um kevin had a big tree go down in his yard on sarah's garden yep and uh you know not to say that i felt obligated to help i would have helped no matter what but kevin just spent you know eight hours of his saturday rebuilding my tranny so i was like hey i'll come over tomorrow when you're gonna cut up that tree and i'll help Kevin never texted me that he was starting, and finally at like 1 o'clock, I texted him thinking that, you know, they just got back from church or whatever, and Kevin's like, oh, it's almost cut up, we're almost done, and I was like, well, I'll just come and, you know, I'll help load or whatever. So we get there, we cut for maybe an hour at most, and then we start loading up into Kevin's other buddy's Matt's truck, well, Jared's buddy as well, and uh, we were lifting pieces, and... And honestly, like I've lifted heavier pieces and, and, and during that time period, I was lifting heavier pieces. I grabbed onto a piece that was maybe hundred pounds and I just kind of squatted down, you know, proper form, like bend at the knees, grabbed it and went to stand up and my back went out and I kind of like collapsed to the ground a little bit and kind of like rested the piece on my knees. And I kind of looked at Kevin and I was like, I can't do this one. And he's like, you need help? And I'm like, yeah, I need help. So <laughs> Kevin grabbed a hold of it. And I could tell, I could tell, like, I did absolutely nothing to help Kevin <laughs> lift this thing. I just, 
I just kind of like I took fingers, maybe like 10 like, pounds he, off of. He was supporting it for yeah, me. Yeah, right. It's like when somebody <laughs> seen, does a squat or the. I seen bar. Kevin's face look at me like, "Are you gonna help?" And I was giving it all I had. <laughs> I was giving it all I had, and uh, you know my back was really really tight, and I couldn't I couldn't really walk more than 10, 15 yards without like almost crouching or like kneeling down. My back would get so tight. And uh, I didn't really think anything of it. I just thought, you know, it is what it is. You know, I tweaked the muscle or, you know, I'll sleep it off. I slept on a heating pad that night, borrowed the wife's heating pad. And I was like, I'll just sleep on this thing and be good by morning. Well, morning came around and it was probably 10 times worse. I couldn't walk. I couldn't roll. I couldn't move. And the scariest part of the whole thing was I had very limited mobility in my legs. So I, I imagine, imagine looking at your legs, telling your legs to move and they just not doing anything. So that was a scary part. So immediately told the wife, she's homesick of course. But so I told her like, Hey, somebody's got to take me to the ER you know, I didn't know if it was a spinal cord injury or like something stupid, like nerve damage or something. So I was like, something's got to, something's got to happen. So my mom actually came and got me and it took me every bit of 45 minutes to get out of bed pee, and get out my front door because I collapsed once in the bathroom and couldn't get up like physically couldn't get up and the pain was so bad that like I couldn't Shana couldn't pick me up or like my mom couldn't pick me up or anything. So that was an ordeal. Had another episode getting into the car. Long story short, um, we go to the ER and I have a, a mild, whatever that means, a mild slip disc slash bulge in my L3, L4. So that's the, the bulge of the vertebrae membrane or whatever it is was pushing on the nerves in my legs, which was causing the extreme pain and causing my legs to not work. So long story short, the doc says that I'll, I'll be good to go. Um, I just need to rest it for about a week. Um, I'm thinking honestly that it might take longer because I have done absolutely nothing besides lay on the couch. And, and I honestly, for this podcast since Sunday, this is the first time I've sat up. Um, normally, I'm in so much pain that I can't sit. Um, I was going to start editing one of our videos, and I couldn't last more than 10 minutes, and I had to lay down on the couch. So, popped a Vicodin. I'm hoping to get through this podcast, but, you know, things happen. Life happens. You know, it, it was probably one of the worst financial weekends that I'll, <laughs> I've ever experienced as, a, as an adult, but... You know, it could have been worse. You know, I could have been paying, you know, sh- regular shop price for my tranny. I, sh- I, I could have been, you know, I could have paralyzed myself. Like, who, you know, there's always worse things in you life. could have died. So, I mean, it could have been worse. You, you could know. have died, right? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I'm alive. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's not a big deal. Oh, and then another thing that really bummed me out, which... It's right in front of me, but I can't reach it. And <laughs> I can't. I can't get to it. But we'll throw I'll show up a it on camera, maybe. Yes, yeah, I can. Send me sh- the, I, can throw I got picture. the picture. I'll put it on. <clears throat> so I had to get an MRI, and they were like, "Do you have any metal? What? Blah blah blah. Like any screws or plates in your body? Of course, I don't have anything. And I was like, the only thing I can't get off is my wedding band. And the the nurse was like or I should say the MRI tech or whoever it was, was like, yeah, you're going to take that off. And I'm like, well, I haven't had this ring off in a couple years. And for some reason, my hand was swollen. I'm not sure why either, which was frustrating. So we put, we put some, uh, they, they actually had KY jelly lube. <laughs> not sure why they had that at the ER, but we Emer- lubed up my finger. <laughs> Literally for reasons yeah. like this. Yeah. We lubed up my finger and we tried to pull it off we had two nurses yanking on it and then i took uh the string method like where you tuck the string underneath and like wrap your finger and then you grab from the back side and twist i pulled so hard that i made my finger bleed and i couldn't get my ring off so finally i was like they were like we're gonna have to cut it off and i have not taken that ring off more than you know 30 seconds or so since we've been married and shane and i've been together or married for i think six years now so 
So maybe it was maybe it was a a sign that I need to get a bigger size or something because I have <laughs> I have gained a little weight since uh, since marriage. But yeah, um, I don't I don't want to talk about you know like I, I don't want to sit here and say that you know woe is me. I just wanted to give everybody the updates, give everybody uh, the reason why I'm not in studio. But I would. <clears throat> I'd lo- love to get into some trail camera talk and uh, sooner or later I'll get better. So that's, yep. you know, it is what it is. Yep. So. Okay. And then before. That's, that's me. Yep. Cromer's going to give us a little hot insight into his life because if you haven't noticed, cromer has been gone for a while as well on the podcast and <laughs> he didn't see the sunlight for, you know, 30 yeah, days. 30 days. The 30, whole month of. 31. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw the sun. I was in my basement. So. Uh, like we said, we'll edit this out if I think it's inappropriate. Uh, we'll see how things go. But um, I got the privilege of uh, working with Kafaru International. And um, a couple of podcasts ago, when I talked about a quiver that was so light, I think I said it was light <laughs> 40 times, that quiver gave me an opportunity to um, work with Kafaru and my quiver insert. So I talked with the owner Kafaru, and he uh, he wanted me to jump in and help uh, create that for Kafaru. So I did. So I made a lot of them for Kafaru, and um, more <laughs> more than I more than I. I mean, yeah, it was a lot. So I I don't even know how many hours I worked in my house to get this order prepared for Kafaru, and I when I said. I, I've never worked so hard in my life. Like I'm telling you, like I plus I worked my 40 hour a week job on top of it, and I truly I didn't step outside <laughs> one time. Man, eh, about 10 minutes I stood outside one night, and that was the only. I'm not kidding. That was the only time I was outside. I was in my basement, or if I had to walk to work because I work in Cleveland. I I literally did not see the sun when I was home for 31 days. I was in my basement and um, if, if you uh if you experienced a power outage in northeast Ohio, it's because Cromer's basement had so many 3D printers going that yeah. it sucked all the energy out. Yeah, I think I had I I have 16 printers at my house, but I three are all f- running on one extension cord. <laughs> That's not a joke. Yeah. They were all on one extension yeah. cord. Matt and I discussed this and you I don't care if we have to help you. We will be changing some things in your house before no, it you worked start good. Doing, I, no, yeah. no, it no, did not. No. no, it did not. No, when I was over there and you tu- you tuned my bow and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt that cord and it was, was, it, was a little bit warm. It was pretty yeah, warm. Yeah. It wasn't hot, but man, that was the hottest extension cord I've ever Well, you, you know are, how it is hey, sometimes. You are about to have a child in that house. We are going to make oh, sure yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. going to burn down. Well, listen, I, I bought um, smoke detectors. And <laughs> 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 That'll help. And then I also bought one of those live cams that you can put. And like, you know, so I, I was, and it detects sound and motion and stuff. So if I wasn't home and the house caught on fire. I well, we're going to rewire that sucker so that it's. My, yeah. dad, my dad said it would help me too. So I got. We're going to get you on some separate breakers. We can't all. <laughs> we, all them A breaker per printer. Pull. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, we did fine, boys. Hey. We got through it. But it, yeah, I was planning. On, I was planning on redoing some of my electrical downstairs but anyways yeah you do you do what you can with what you got yeah and it, it did work and uh i got the job done and i they asked i, I got them done i said they asked me a time frame i said end of july and i was like all right so i worked my last day they're not going to hear this but my mm-hmm. last day that i were i worked 24 hours between my job and kafaru and it was it was going into the morning of August 1st and I was sitting there gluing some stuff and all of a sudden like I started to see the sunrise and I hear the birds <laughs> chirping and I was like oh man that was that was a long night so then I went to bed about 6 a.m. woke up at like noon and then I went and shipped all my inserts for Kafaru so That's that awesome. was that was <clears throat> quite the experience um in the month of July so That's awesome man. why don't you tell why don't you tell people where they can find uh, the inserts etc yeah so it's gonna be on Kafaru's website so if you've got a Kafaru quiver and you want to try this insert out it's officially gonna be on their website um, by the time this has come out they have a uh, marketing video done so you can see what how it works and what they you know how they portrayed it but 
it's ambidextrous. You can flip it upside down it's, um, or upright, doesn't matter. Um, and then it's got two, two large holes in the middle for the majority of your arrows. And then there's some smaller holes on the outside of it that can hold like your favorite two arrows or your junk arrows. Like if you break an arrow or something, you just got to look at it and you'll see. But I think it makes it the best quiver out there now because it has some structure too holding the arrows so yeah that's me that's why i haven't been on for a month because cover just been big balling while I've we're just out been here working really, really hard we've, we've dropped some <laughs> we've dropped some subtle hints i think i think so, like yeah. throughout yeah like the, while you've been gone if somebody's following so. us that close text me i'll sh- i'll give you one for free <laughs> well, in the uh <laughs> you, if you were in that. the podcast that's airing tomorrow as when we're recording this since we're we're ahead on these yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, we 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 started we, to we we stumbled because we were like Cromer was going to share and we're like absolutely not yet. Which good thing we didn't because it it's coming out tomorrow yet. and it yeah. hasn't dropped yet. Yeah, so. yeah. So, but this is we're close to September right now, so this should be already out. So go check them out. Go get one. Yeah, yeah. go get you one. So that's me, old Wayne County boy, making moves. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and they. Uh... They said that they wanted some more, though, yeah, right? Yeah, we're talking so. about if it goes well, we'll do some more. So, And it's, I'm excited because I know a lot of guys that go to the TAC events, they're always going to those, like, there's always, like, a tent area with a bunch of um, vendors, vendors and, stuff. and stuff, and I know that they sell a ton of quivers there, so that'd be cool if I could, oh, yeah. if I could like, go help them at the booth. or I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll be able to yeah. drop some inserts off and help some at the booth at yeah. the TAC events. That'd be sweet. Stuff. That'd be sweet. Yeah, it'd be super cool. That's just me. Nobody over there said anything about it, but I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. and I'd save on shipping too, because <laughs> yeah, shipping wasn't bad though. It was worse than. I'll tell you a quick story about the shipping. I was in I was in UPS and um, I use and this is a pro tip for anybody use Pirate Ship. It's a third party um, shipping a company that you can pay for shipping through. So I'm in UPS. I'm like <laughs> talking to this lady. I'm like. If I sent you guys a label, would you be able to like scan it and print it off? She's like, because I told her like, I'm gonna use I want to use this you know a third party vendor. She's like, yeah, sure. So I went out to my car, used this pirate ship, probably saved almost two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And then there was an email, and I emailed the lady at UPS all my labels that I paid for in my car, and it was no different than going into the store and buying them, and it, really? with insurance too, and it, I added insurance on them as well. Yeah. And I guarantee I saved at least two hundred dollars. Don't doubt it. So little Hot pro tip. tip. Yep. How much was tip. that? How much was that? It was that like two sixty to ship it. Oh my. Two hundred sixty yeah. bucks. But it would have That's been like three fifty four hundred if I went through yeah. standard How? rates. No, thank you. So <laughs> each box was sixty four pounds. Yeah. yeah. How many boxes you ship? Two and a half. So, two and a half. but they were big boxes though. Yeah, twenty two by twenty two by twenty two. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> The biggest like moving, what, the biggest moving box what? that Lowe's has. I went to Lowe's and found <laughs> the biggest moving box that they sold. Then I duct take it. What was your final total? Six fifty or seven hundred? Seven fifty. Seven fifty. Seven fifty. Yeah. Nice. So, That's a lot of inserts. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so good stuff. Well, we're excited. we're proud of you, Chrome. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. So I took I took you look re- you look rejuvenated right I, now. I slept yeah I slept <laughs> I slept the last two days new I'm, man I'm back to normal I'm back to getting after it so I I hey, you can shoot your bow now yeah well, here I am I'm not shooting my bow <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I'll start shooting my bow Meh. yeah I need to <laughs> I gotta shoot come oh then also if you're this far in yeah. t- seventeen minutes. August twelfth, and eh, it won't be out. Never mind. There's a shoot August twelfth. I need people to sign up for. Yeah, this will be past that. Yeah, take on it. That's not doing great. I'm not happy about that. There's not that many people signed up. So. Sorry, minus two. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's just late in the year though. Like a lot so of people too. start checking out like around August. It's too close. It's yeah. a weird time because it's, hard. it's a weird time because there's a ton of like there's a ton of like um, tournaments happening. But like you said, the average guy. Like the diehard target guy, there's a lot of tournaments in August, but the the guys that borderline target and hunting, they've already, like you said, they've already kind of yeah. are making. I mean, they're switch. they're final, they're doing yeah. their tunes on their hunting. Book yeah, right. as I have a guy yeah. every single night at my house to tune bows. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd say once August first hits, like most anybody yeah, yeah. that's on the fence, like Jarrett said, is definitely switching to hunting. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Hey, one hey. more thing. Um, buy merch. We've yeah. Got, when this airs, we'll we will have, have merch in up. full swing. Hopefully, why don't we'll be, you guys talk about that a little bit? Hopefully, we'll be sold out by the time this sucker I, airs. Yeah, honestly, we got hats, hats, shirts. shirts. Show them, Kevy. 
Kevin's opening well, the shirt well, first, right now. Yeah, first you got to show him this nice wrapper. They'll, all the shirts will nice come pre-packaged. Nice yeah, with a size on it. With a size on it. Crack that puppy open. Man. Woo! I haven't even seen the shirts yet. <laughs> yeah, if you're watching this, or if you're listening to this, currently we are un unwrapping a shirt, showing it on the video format. Yep. Born again, bow hunting, black and white, traditional tea. You got it. Are we doing, uh, yeah. I think they'll be 25, I think. Are the t-shirts 25? Yeah. 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 T-shirts are 25. Yeah. And then we'll have hats as well. So the hats actually, by the time this airs, the hats will actually be live and probably sold out. Probably. Time because we got, a, we got a limited amount. But um, we've got three different varieties of hats. Yep. And they're going to range from 25 to 30 bucks. Um the we got some rope hats coming in, so they're a little bit different style, and uh, those ones were a little bit more expensive on our end. Yeah, uh, we're one hundred percent not making very much on these hats <laughs> or, or shirts. shirts in general. No, we're no. not making. We're, a lot. I mean, we're making like five bucks. To be completely honest with everybody, we're making like five bucks off of each you know mm -hmm. piece of merchandise. We're we're mainly just doing this for for you guys, and we want to say thank you, and we want to give anybody the opportunity to uh, support the podcast channel. Etc. So and it looks good um, too. It's yeah. good merch and Dude. it's high quality stuff. We <laughs> yeah. got we the hats are really nice. Um, the shirts are really nice and mm -hmm. uh, and there's only more to come. This is just kind of like a uh, yeah. a temporary. This is run for to see how Matt's conscience so that yeah. he knows that we can sell stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I spent way too much money. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right, but yeah, if you guys are watching this and if stuff sells out before. You get to watch this on YouTube or uh, listen to this. We'll get more. Hit us up and tell us what you want. Shirts. Yeah. Tell us what you want. Hats. I mean, tell us. Tell us yeah. you want one. Make sure that we know we not got to get another order in. So yeah. Send us absolutely. A, send us a DM that says attention Matt so yeah. that he knows everybody <laughs> yeah. that wants to attention shirt or Matt. Hat. I want a hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Absolutely yeah. do it. And then for anybody that will be at the um, archery shoot. Uh, I don't know if we've announced the date yet for your guys' church. We'll have we'll have some merch there. Yeah, and then anyone so that yeah. is going to premiere, but I guess this podcast will, be past, will air will be after past that. Premiere, mm -hmm. yeah. Never mind. Man, we're whipping Scratch out this podcast the, stuff too far in advance. Yeah. Can't even give people no. current events. The archery shoot will no. be September 16th. 16th. Yeah, that's... Saturday, September 16th. Yep. From like two, <clears throat> 2 to 8, I believe. Yep. So, but we'll we'll let you know. This will this will come out before the archery shoot, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So we yeah we'll yep. have merch there. Yep, have merch there. Come and check it out. It'll be blasted on our Instagram and stuff before the event, so you should see it. Yep. Um, but yeah, come shoot. Your and bow. Cromer got us hooked up with um all the what is it Shopify Sh or Shopify. whatever it's yeah. called. Yep. Everything will be live so we'll online. We'll be able to. Yep. Would everything you... can be purchased online. Yeah. Um. We'll have maybe like a QR code uh, at the at the um, at the shoot, so you can just scan in and then you know pay online or whatever. We can just give you the shirt. I, I don't know how that works. Yeah, we can we can idea. do you can do a discount code that is like free shipping. So like you would just like if wh whatever event we're at, we'd be just we would have a discount code that I can make in two seconds, and then you enter that when you pay for it on your phone, and then you can just walk nice. away with it. Nice, but it, yeah, or it, or yeah. cash, cash yeah, works, cash too. works too. So well. Let's, let's crack into this. Yeah, yeah we're 20 minutes in, catching up people up. We yeah. had a, a little bit of a life update for you, but now we're going to dive into the trail camera stuff, what you guys really came in here for. So um, we're going to talk about how we run cameras, any kind of tips and trips, tricks we use, um, batteries we use, any solar panels, you, you name it. So, yeah, I guess we'll just get into it. So um, currently we're running the WiseEye cell cams. Um Nice Big shirt, Kevin. Wise eye so can't. Yeah. yeah, Kevin's got the Dude, and merch I should have wore. I had more. I have one Did too. One? I should have wore it. Dang, it's, they're nice shirts. <laughs> should have really. said something. They're they're pretty sweet. They are nice shirts. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we really enjoy the the wise eye cameras. Um, the quality is fantastic. Service is phenomenal. I mean, we haven't put one of these cell cams anywhere where we haven't found service yet. Yeah, which I is haven't. which is hard to find because like we'll be looking at our phones and you'll have. No service that you can send a text message hardly, yeah. and boom, you can get a, a picture from that that camera. So that's very impressive. They've really came a long way. Well, I don't know how they do that, yeah. but they I do it. I don't know. They must be in the back pocket of Verizon or at <laughs> Somebody's got to be. The Louisiana boys. They must have a contact. <laughs> Somebody's yeah. got to. Yeah, and then um, I don't know if 
I'm so, I'm confused on when this will air versus when the, there is a new er camera coming out. I think they have announced it on their social media that they have a new camera coming out. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into details if this airs before or after the release date, but I will say very good things about the new camera. Um, we have a few of them in our hands. We have not had an opportunity to actually get them out, but if they're anything like they say they are, watch out mm-hmm. because um, let's they, just say that there's double the strength um, on the uh, antennas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the signal. So there's double the strength and uh, they say you can throw them babies in a dark hole and they'll find service. Yeah. So that's really nice for anybody in Ohio that's hunting, you know, the, the, the big woods or anybody in general that's hunting big woods. You can, <laughs> you can drop them down in those deep hollers and still get service. Yeah. So pretty impressive. Yeah, absolutely. But as far as the non-cell cameras, um, we can talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, everybody knows that we run strictly wise eyes for ourselves. Um, we've had great experience, like Kevin was talking. We, um, you know, those are those cameras are located in places where we really want instant intel. Um, a lot of like this time of year, especially they're they're over a food source. I mean. They, you know, a grassy meadow, you know, water source, your typical summer, summer patterns. Um, but I'm running a lot of, um, cheap wild games, cheap Amazon cameras and, and, uh, some Brownings for my non-cells. Wise Eye actually does not make a non, a non-cell camera. So for cameras that I want to just use as like a burner, let's say, um, I really like the water, the Brownings for video mode. And, um, I've had a lot of luck with, uh, wild game and just some cheap Amazon cameras for just some burner spots that I can put, um, anywhere in the woods that I just want year round data. Um, a lot of these cameras, I'm not checking more than maybe twice a year. I'm just throwing them in spots where I want them to soak. And I'm using my cell cameras to get my instant data. So I'll I'll move my cell cameras around, um, and I'll leave my SD cards to just soak. Um, one mistake that I think a lot of guys are making this time of year, or I should say, not this time of year, but this this transition of cell cameras is they're getting rid of their non SD cards, and or excuse me, they're getting rid of their non cells. And I think that that's a mistake because you are still with a cell camera, you want instant data. You want instant satisfaction. You want instant, like, if you're not getting pictures, you're moving that baby. Well, with a, non, with a non-cell, you can let that baby sit for six months. And we all know that there's spots that get hot dur- during certain times of the year. And I've, I've listened to a lot of podcasts where guys are like, oh, I went strictly cell camera this year. Or, oh, I switched all my non-cells to cells. And I just don't think that's a good idea. If they're paid for and you already have them and they work, don't get rid of them because, um, like I said earlier, there's a lot of spots that only get hot maybe two, three weeks out of the year. And if you have that camera out in the woods soaking, um, it's just it's just it's just intel for next year. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a big believer in the historical data. Um, I'm, I'm a big believer in bucks will travel. Uh, relatively the same time from year to year so if he shows up on one scrape on october 29th one year the next year he's probably going to show up on that scrape give or take a few days of that picture um if it's a random buck and he's not dead of course but i don't know if what you guys have experienced with that or what kind of cameras you guys are running for non-cells so for me for non-cells i have a lot of um the wild game cameras and i've had fairly good luck with those like they typically hold up two to three seasons before they kind of take a yeah. dump on me but yeah. um, for the most part they're they're pretty accurate on like trigger speed and right. good quality photos i would say that for sure trigger speed seems to be i mean especially for the price point correct correct and then um i've ran some of the really cheap tascos from walmart and had surprisingly good luck with those and we've talked to a few people and they've all had good luck with those tascos yeah. they just they seem to hold up and i think i'm on like year four or five on a couple yeah. of them and picture quality is not great but they take the picture and you yep. can see the deer yep so i like to run those on like three photo burst 
Typically, the first one of it coming into frame is blurry. The second one is okay, and the third one kind of is going out. But that way, I got one good picture of a deer. And one time I had, it was this little buck, but he was flying through this area, and it was blurry, crystal clear, blurry, and, like, it was just a cool, like, shot of, <coughs> like, midair just, yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. Does it so, take like three burst well, photos or what does yeah. it do? Yeah, some of them, a lot of those, uh, I, I would say most cameras have that option. Uh, yeah. Either like two or three. Mode. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So, I didn't think the task like, would be that good to have oh, three bursts. They're advanced, well, son. <laughs> I wouldn't say they're good because you, you get one out of three pictures yeah. that is Better clear. Than zero out of three. So. That's, yeah. That is correct. So, yeah, those are my non cell cams. And then, like we said earlier, cells are all wise eye stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a good tip. Um, for anybody that is running some cheaper cameras to, you know, with today's, you can get a 16 gig camera or card that'll get you, you know, three, 4,000 pictures. Mm -hmm. Right. And I promise you, unless there's a branch or, you know, weeds in front of it blowing, you're not going to go through that in a season. Yeah, you're so not getting that it's a good year. No, that's a good, <laughs> that's a good tip to throw your cheaper cameras on a burst mode. So, I mean, you really won't miss anything. Yeah. But very good tip yeah and I, like I would say the same for me i mean the wild games i've had those i have a few still but i've used a lot of those muddy pros they're brown mm -hmm. uh you can buy them in like a pack where you get the batteries and a 16 gig sd card yep. with it and they're for getting batteries a 16 sd card they're not horribly priced no and it, they they work good they they take a lot of pictures they take the pictures all right picture quality is not so hot but you don't, you don't, I would say picture quality is not crazy necessary if you can put it in a spot where the, the deer are going to be close mm -hmm. and you just need to get a picture, you know. To know that he's in there at this time period right. or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think they work well. Yeah. And most of these cameras anymore come with like what you said, like with a pack of a two pack or a four pack of the camera itself and the SD cards and batteries to run them. And typically like at the end of the season, you can pick those packs up yeah. for pretty cheap for, cheap for the next season yeah. coming up right yeah last year's models going out like mm -hmm. after christmas you can find a lot of good deals on cheaper cell cams yeah but yeah and i would say um going off kind of what you said my non-cells when i put those out i would say i i don't really hardly ever put a non-cell on like a scrape or i'll put those in like a field edge corner that i know the deer use some but i'm not going to put a cell cam there because i know that they don't use that all the time mm -hmm. and i'm not going to get them i'm not going to get like matt said like instant stuff that i want to know i'll put it on like a deep corner or i'll put it on like a, a creek crossing that i don't really i don't really need to know you know right now that there's deer going across the creek and i'll put those in like a bedding area where i think is a bedding area and i want to know like what's what in time? there throughout the year yeah. like i'll put one in I've got a bedding area that I haven't put it in. You normally, I have a camera in there by now because the bucks normally aren't really in there now. And then when they transition, they'll be in there hot for a solid month. Mm -hmm. And then they like slowly peter out. And that's that's kind of like where I'll put my non-cells. I don't put those on scrapes and I don't put them on main trails coming out into the food source that I want to know for like this first couple weeks of, of uh, Ohio season. Like, that was that's one thing that i would say is a hot tip is mm -hmm. put a cell in a place where you're, maybe you're getting the most deer movement that you want to know stuff now yeah that way you can move yeah. in and make a yeah make but a also throw in that same area throw a non-cell that you can pick up at the end of the season and be like okay he he came through here you know once a week mm -hmm. and he was always going this direction you know stuff like that that you don't really need to know right, right now, now but would be really good to know later for the next years as, a, as somebody that doesn't hunt that much i have like a good idea like if you have a spot that you think is great and you throw the cell cam out and you're not seeing anything before you when you leave the to take the cell cam put put the put task on cell there put the task out there because you thought it was a good spot yeah but it wasn't a good spot in that moment you might be for up that two, two weeks, weeks exactly there, yeah. and then you go back at the end of the year like oh crap that was a good spot i know when to put that cell cam out next year yep right. not this year that's that is a great idea no that's that's actually a great point. And I was going to kind of, I was kind of bounce off of what you said, Cromer, because the way I look at it is like, if I 100% want to put a camera there, you're walking through the woods, you're scouting, you're like, oh man, I need to put a camera there. Normally those are my cell cams. I'm like, okay, I need a camera there. 
but you always have those spots where you're like, well, you know, I could put one there. There is some sign. It's not the greatest, but it's like, I think he could be slipping back door. Anything that you're questioning or anything that's not like 100%, that's where I normally put my, my non-cells. And like I said earlier, I'm only checking those maybe twice, three times a year. If I do have a non-cell that's like in, in route to where I want to mm-hmm. go, mm-hmm. and if it's only 50, 100 yards out of the way, I, I might check it more frequently if, if, you know, if I want to swing in, check it, and right. then go to where I want to go for my final destination. But like nine times out of ten, I am not checking them cameras. Right. Um, I'll check them once before season opens up, uh, maybe like a couple weeks before season, I'll go in and check them. And then I'll check them like maybe like right before the rut. And then, you know, that, that's about it. And then, you know, maybe late season. So like realistically, maybe three times a year, but um, that's, I'm not doing it every week. And guys, if you are doing it every week, please stop. Like I know everybody's <laughs> excited. I mean, for real though, I know yeah. everybody's excited. Yeah, Everybody wants it. to know what's on their cameras. Just stop. But you are doing nothing but harm. Yeah. If you are going in there every Friday, pulling the card, restocking your bait site, and like that, come on, you know, like well, I know it's fun. I know everybody likes to do it, but you are just educating your deer, in my opinion. Ex- I just. Especially if, ahead, especially if you put that camera in a spot where you think that deer are going to be in there frequently, like you're just pushing them out at that point. You know, if you're checking it once a week, that's why you sell cams, you're, right? You're intruding way too much. Cams. That's why you that's put why we, we sell cams. Yep. Yeah, and then if you're not getting a, it, that's the this is the dumbest thing to say, but that's the awesome part about the cell cams is if you've got the activity, you see it on your phone, you're not going in to check it. Right. Mm-hmm. If there's no activity, then you know you can go get it because there's no deer in front of it. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. stupid, simple. And you know, in this, we know this podcast isn't going to be like information that you're just going to write down and, and yeah. run with because most of the stuff that we're saying is, is pretty basic knowledge. Basic knowledge. Maybe, maybe a few things that people can take, but, also, I want to point out, as much as we rely on cell cameras, and I know that this is something that I do as well, like, I don't hunt over them. Mm-hmm. And I want to explain myself there. Like, I use them as a tool. They're only a tool, and I don't rely 100% on them, and I don't hunt over them. Meaning, like, I don't only go to the woods because of what my camera is telling mm-hmm. me. A lot of times, we've all seen it. A lot of times, deer will, you know, you'll be sitting in your tree, and you'll be, you can see your camera. And maybe like 15 deer, 20 deer came through during the rut or gun season or whatever. And you might have only got five or six of them on your camera. I mean, it just it just happens like that camera is not going. Think about the the narrow window that that camera can see. And you're relying on that camera to dictate where you're going to hunt. Yeah. I mean, like it's not realistic. So use it as a tool. Um, especially if you're somebody that's not really big into the cell cam game, but you want to become a little bigger in the cell cam game, definitely use it as a tool, but don't rely on it Yeah, because you can get caught up in the, Oh, well, I'm not going to go hunting because I don't have anything on camera and that yeah. buck could still be in the area. He could be skirting your yeah, camera because, you know, right behind. seriously, then them boys, they're smart, you know, and they know what that camera is. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. They know exactly what it is, so. So yeah, I, I guess that's just my little point. So you, what you said, kind of bounced into what else I want to talk about is. I want to hear what everybody's camera height is. I want to know, do you set your cameras? Obviously, it's going to be different because we're all different heights. But some people, <laughs> I used to set my cameras chest height, just right in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I cannot tell you. I can think of three specific large deer. That I got on camera. <laughs> I got a picture of their heads just entering the camera space. I got a picture of them staring at that camera, and I never got another picture again. Mm-hmm. They yeah. were never to be seen. Now, whether if he was after that walking, be- taking a trail that was 50 yards back behind that camera, or whether if he just kind of chose a new place to be, mm-hmm. that those deer were gone. And that is what kind of kickstarted me into <laughs> stick on the tree. <laughs> way up yonder yep. so the deer can't see it and uh i want to i want to hear everybody's opinion on that so i'll give mine real quick i 
almost every camera now that I set, whether if it's a cell, non-cell, doesn't matter. I will put one of my mini sticks on the tree. And then by the time I get above my head to set that camera, I bet that camera's... Oh, you're praying. 10, 10 feet. I would say 10. 10. Yeah. And feet. when I first started putting cameras on, I was like, "There, why do people hang them so high? Mm-hmm. Like, what is the point of that? It's already this high, but I'm telling you, stop hanging your cameras at, <laughs> right here because I don't know the last time I had a deer look at my camera up there yeah. and disappear. I can't. I mean, they just walk right by. So I've had something very similar to that. So I made a mock scrape a couple years ago. And there's only one tree about, you know, six or seven inches in diameter. And I hung a camera on there. And this one buck I was watching all summer out in the bean field came through there. And he was, he hit the the scrape I made and he seen the camera or he heard it click on or whatever. And I had it on video mode and his eyes locked on that camera. And like he, he did like one of the, uh, like head, the head, the head. Yeah. Head bobs. And then he was out of there, and I didn't see him again that season. And like you said, he could have been just going around that area and like wind, check, wind checking that scrape. I have no idea. But yeah, I hadn't seen him since then. So since then, I either try to pick a tree with like a bunch of vines or something on there. Like right now, the two cell cams I have out, one of them is on this like horizontal limb with a bunch of vines and, and stuff behind it. And I haven't had a single deer pick Kinda that hides out. It. it hides it very well. Yeah. And the other one is like, two trees kind of offset with some vines behind it. But unless I have the ideal situation like that, I'll go do something similar like what you said is go put my stick down and go up to that eight-foot mark roughly and hang my camera and just angle it down. Jarrett, your your little story reminds me of um, the horror stories of Airbnb where people uh, rent Airbnbs and they find, <laughs> find cameras, cameras in the high. houses. And yeah. then they, when they see the cameras when the, you know in the bathroom, they're not too happy. And I imagine... <laughs> Those bucks feel the exact <laughs> yeah. same way. Yeah, them bucks are just I, in their zone, and they're I, like, hey, what in the world? <laughs> that is they, not from this earth. Yeah, but they can't complain. He's over Airbnb. there on the right. scrape. Yeah. yeah, He's on that scrape just peeing on his hocks, and he looks up. Hey. There's a camera staring at him. Dude. <laughs> yeah. For real, though, I, yeah, think, but, I think that putting your cameras higher is essential anymore. Yeah. It's not Especially good. with the amount of cameras that are out now. Mm-hmm. I mean- you get a buck around here that's, you know, 160, 180, and I guarantee you he's looked at a mm-hmm. hundred cameras. Oh, absolutely. I bet he's locked eyes with a hundred cameras where he's at. I mean, they've got to associate death and deer cameras eventually. <laughs> with eventually, they're probably going to make well, that I connection. Mean, like, with danger. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, you can't tell me that they can't smell it. You know, like oh, the strap, right. yeah. the camera, I mean, the plastic. Like, I know plastic doesn't hold a lot of scent, but it still has its own scent yeah. and the strap itself. Like you cannot tell me that that camera doesn't smell. And unless you let them soak for a year outside, which nobody's ever doing, you know, like prior to, to hanging it up, unless you right. hang it with gloves and they're still going to smell where you walk. See, like yeah. I, I don't get too crazy about the scent, but I 100% agree with what Jarrett and both Kevin were saying about the height. Um, I think it's very situational on, um, the attitude of the mature deer. Um, some deer are real skittish. Some deer don't care. I think we talked about this on the last podcast, but like everybody has a quote unquote Hollywood buck that, you know, I nicknamed him Hollywood because I got a million pictures of him. And some people, you know, they, a buck will get on camera once and they never, never see him again. Mm-hmm. But I think it's situational, but I do think that the height um, I'm hanging mine, like Jarrett said, I'm going like 10 foot, 8 foot, 10 foot. And I think the height helps with those skittish deer. Um, they're not seeing those cameras. Um, and, and another tip is like if you're putting it on a food source, let's rewind for a second. A f- on a food source, I don't really think it matters on height. I might try to get them a little bit yeah. higher, but I'm using more of what like Kevin said. I'm, I'm trying to like hide the camera yeah and and use something to break it up break up that figure of the camera um but so on a food source like i said i don't think it matters but on a trail um i try not to put cameras directly in front of where i think you're walking so it's all i'm always doing like at a 45 degree angle i don't like going at a 90 degree angle from the trail because i feel like sometimes you just it just happens. Yeah. Like you just miss pictures They're and you, you'll, you'll either get a picture of their butt or you'll yeah. get a picture of their, you know, 
It just happens. So I always like to do 45s, and then I try to go up higher. And um, ever since I've done that, like Jarrett said, I haven't had many pictures. <laughs> Wife just scared me. <laughs> I haven't had many pictures of deer yeah. um, looking at the camera. Right, yeah. So, and, and I would say if you, that if you you go go ahead, I would say that that forty five degree angle from like the trail or like if you have a scrape and you, there's a trail coming through and you know that that deer comes from here hits the scrape and exits this way, having it so that it's not he will not be hitting that scrape if he comes this way and staring at that camera, you know, having that yeah. camera over here at a forty five degree angle, not a ninety degree angle. I think that's a big hot tip because mm-hmm. I I used to stick stuff at a ninety degree angle and you would get literally the whole body except for their head or you would just get a butt and yeah because a lot of time deer are run deer run deer will just randomly run down a trail yeah so the 45 degree angle is a big hot tip in my opinion yeah and it doesn't matter like we can sit here and say my camera is better than your camera but it doesn't matter what camera you're running all cameras all cameras eventually will make mistakes and all cameras can't capture everything. It's technology. How many times do you have to restart your phone? Mm -hmm. You know, how many times you got to restart your laptop? Like technology messes up. It's not perfect. And, you know, I just try to put cameras in in places that optimize my own stupidity and the camera stupidity. So like what Jarrett was saying with that 45 degree angle, I mean, it's almost bulletproof where you're at least going to get somewhat of a rack in the frame yeah and you're going to be able to tell somewhat what he is and a lot of times all you need is that verification that he's alive if it is a target buck that you're hunting and then you're in the game yeah so um i don't know anything else you guys i'm sure we're probably an hour into this by now we're we're getting close yeah i was just gonna say like in my eyes once you see a camera you see it every single time like if you're on public land and you happen to walk past somebody's camera or something Mm even though you know it's there, when you look at that tree, it stands out so much to you. And right. like a deer would do the same thing. I'm sure. I have yet to find a camera that like blends in good. I don't care what kind of camo it is, shape or anything. It's just like once you see that shape or figure, yeah, it well, stands out you see so a, much. There's a camera, you know, a camera with an antenna. And what what I was always told and what I've by some guys that have run cameras for a long time, they said, I was always told do not use a strap. Because that strap goes perfectly around the tree in like this perfect circle. Yeah. And where do you see that in nature? Nothing. Never do you see this perfect strap going perfectly around a a tree, like a perfect ring. You almost never see that. So I I never use straps. I always use a screw-in type. Bungee cord. cord. Well, yeah, I don't use that. (laughs) On your your private. But seriously, and once I started thinking about it, because think about it, you you set that camera at, you know, chest or head high, and you run a strap around, and there's this perfect ring around the tree. It goes around the whole tree. And it's like, huh. And a lot of times, a lot of people don't tangle up their ends. So you got a tag end And you've got this wind, (laughs) this, this end that's in the wind, and there's perfect ring around the tree, and you're like, well, that's kind of weird. And then, oh, there's a camera. Yep. I have caught uh, on public, I will be walking, and I won't see the camera, and I'll see the strap. Mm-hmm. You're like walking, you're like, oh, what? Oh, it's a strap. And then you yep. go around the other side of the tree, and there's a camera. There's a camera, yep. That is yep. something that I've noticed big time. But on public, you can't use a screw-in thing. Right. So on public, we're forced to use the strap system. Right. But hey, that's... We have to do it, but yep. yeah. On private, I use a like a thing that goes into the tree, and then like yeah. a little. I use uh, head it's that, uh, HME. HME. Yeah, those are the ones that I buy. They just screw in, and they've got a head that you can tilt up and down to get your angle right. Yeah, yeah. I, I use like those, those on all They're, the private stuff because yep. I think that's a big. I think that's a big thing. Yeah, honestly. We were talking about this on the last podcast, I think, with Caleb, and I brought up Jared. I want to see if you know what I'm talking about. Um, Kevin wasn't familiar. Jake Bush uses like tie wire for yeah. his cameras. Are you familiar with that? The like the rubbery, but it's got like the metal core. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like he'll use like he'll use wire, yeah, to tie, and he'll just take pliers and he'll just yeah. twist it on the back end. And it's and very he claims thin. that mm-hmm. yeah, it's real yes, tiny. It's that's it's why. like a it's like a 14 gauge or like yep. a 16 gauge wire and um. He, he uses that so people can't see the strap because, like you yep. said, that's the I most would, common thing. I, I did. That, uh, I've heard that, 
And I remember when I heard that, I was like, man, that's genius because it is such a thin wire yeah. that you're at least not even the human eye. You won't you won't pick that up like a like a inch thick strap yeah, that right. goes around a tree. You'd have to be it'd have to yeah. be right in front of your face for you to see that wire. And now that you say that, I swear I saw something. I thought it was today. Somebody came out with like a a super grip clamp that you put your camera on and it's real short so it doesn't have it's not like a gopro clamp that has this long Mm -hmm. bendy arm it's real short and you can clamp that it's a big clamp so you can clamp it on like a branch or something really hefty branch that comes out Hmm. and you know it's locked on there and stick your camera on that instead of running a strap i could swear i saw it today i either saw it or i had a dream about it last night so maybe i should you better you better (laughs) yeah there we go (laughs) seriously though that would for the right people would think that that's genius. Yeah. I'm sure it's made. I have no doubt. That, uh, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw it somewhere. Cromer just wants to see the sun. He's like, I ain't trying to print yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, put your ideas in your pocket. Yeah, you you print this thing if you came up with it. But yeah, that, that Cromer would be... Cromer will actually start loaning out his printers. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah. But, yes. but that's yeah. another great solution along with the wire that yeah. just kind of makes it so you can't see that strap. Because I do. I think that that strap is a huge just breaking point for me yeah hmm. as the cat's licking his butt in the background <laughs> gotta go to youtube for that I folks can you can you guys even see that or not oh yeah i can see the cat i can't yeah. see what he's doing oh, he blends under your couch too all too well well right now he's giving you a show so if you're watching <laughs> on youtube <laughs> cool oh yeah i so, mean there's, yeah, you I got have a question. What what kind of batteries is everybody running? I don't think anybody's going to run any kind of lithium anymore. But I'm just curious to know what batteries. Yeah, I'm not. I'm going to run like brand wise. I think that Duracell works the best. That's what I. Yeah. So far, I mean, just Duracell alkaline batteries, man. I think I did. I did. Uh, I did bite the bullet and bought. Uh, I think I think six packs. I'll be honest. Of lithium, I think I bought six packs of lithium yeah. just because of put them in a um, state. I was going to put them in Indiana because yeah. I didn't want I didn't want the batteries to die yeah. being, you know, such a far drive. Yeah. yeah. So Kevin, that's you, the you, only you, thing that I bought lithiums for. If it if I had if I had any brain cells, you know, I'm not buying I'm not buying lithiums for Ohio or no. yeah. Kentucky or. Places you Anywhere within a couple hour drive, I am not. But I'm not spending thirty dollars on eight batteries. Yeah. there's no way. That was just a but, price a price thing, Kevin. Yeah, That's all you were just, saying. Yeah. So like, I used to run lithiums in everything, mm-hmm. just because I could put it out there and sit all season and still have plenty yeah. of life left. Let alone the cell cams, right? Especially like in the extreme cold, the the alkalines can freeze and burst in your cameras yeah. and it can trash your cameras that with the lithiums that's not an option so i used to run lithiums and everything but the price just they went, went the up price four, go up recently it went up like four times oh wow used to dude be, they're so. thirty dollars they're thirty dollars for eight batteries yeah eight double a well, batteries. let's come out with yeah. our own batteries let's figure out how to make lithium batteries boys <laughs> yeah we'll, and i had a horror story you can go buy a tesla and we'll cut I, it up i bought a, <laughs> a steal the cobalt out of it i bought one of them monster packs lithiums last year and i got duds Ooh, sue him. It was bad. I remember you talking about that, dude. Remember I was so mad. Like, yeah. I put them in everything. I I put them out, and like the cameras turned on. I was like, great, put them out. They lasted like, I bet it wasn't even a week. And I brought them home, and man, I did everything. I they I, make batteries. They I made sure they weren't cold. Do they make battery testers for individual batteries? I don't know. I stuck them in every yeah. battery Kevin device yes. that I had, and yeah. then nothing worked. And I was like. I'd return them, that dude. That was such a waste. Just buy them on Amazon. You can just return them on Amazon. So they do have a shelf life. So I wonder if like you had uh, That's a what I was thinking. I think that there was like, like they, they went old? to fill my order and there was this pack that was stuck in the back of the hole and the guy was like, oh, that'll do and threw it in and <laughs> blow the, the last off and <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> but yeah, not just that. That's not the only reason I'm not going to run lithiums, but it's just the expense, man. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. Especially when you're running as many cameras as we are, like. If, yeah. you, if I filled those with lithiums, I'd have to I'd have to get a second job at McDonald's. <laughs> so, uh, Matthew. I'll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you said that. Um, so now, why is I we we got a few we got a few more cameras. We got some of the new ones. Um, they they sent us some to try, and uh, I had to update my plan because mm-hmm. got a few more cameras and. Uh, <laughs> 
Are you on the ranch plan yet? What do they call that? Are you getting a dirty look right now? No. They were free. Because it's still still cheaper than (laughs) the ranch program treats me good. Like it honestly does. Yeah. But I'm I'm up to thirty now, boys. Jeez. (laughs) People close your ears. (laughs) It's a lot of thirty cells and probably probably close to twenty nons. Yeah. Half of them aren't even out in the woods yet, so I got a lot of work to do. Get out the wheelchair. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm get one of those motorized. Cool. I was yeah, they want to get a tractor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are only like ten grand. They're not bad. Well, and you have thirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You I'll got thirty cell cams. Big deal. Yeah, just sell the yeah. sell, just like, sell half cams your cell. Yeah, pay for it. Sell half your cell cams, and you'll get one of those motorized wheelchairs. You'll <laughs> well, be how many? Are you? you probably got close to that, Jerry. How many? Thirty. Not thirty, but, but no. <laughs> I've got ten. You're probably close. Dude, you need to buy two more, and then you have a ranch program. I know. I know. For real. And I know. You're, I, you're, I trust me. I think I actually have two in my cart right now. So mm. your bill will go down in half. I know. I've your monthly bill. I was telling my father about that today. I was like, "Yeah, I need to get two more." And he's like, "Well, you really like to sell cams, don't you?" And I was like, "You know what? I'm not even going to tell you about that." <laughs> I know a guy. I know a guy with a problem. Oh, <laughs> well, I know. Could there's, be worse. I know, know there's many more. Could be worse. Many, many worse people out there than you. Maybe Could like five, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything oh, else? Anything else at the forefront of your trail camera minds? If you want to know some I mean, hotter tips, listen to the other yeah other podcasts yeah. that are going to be in this series because these are some guys that run a lot of cameras and have a lot of insight on just the whole trail camera game. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this was just basically like a roundtable discussion for yeah. us. Um. We wanted to give an update on Cromer and myself, and, and I mean Jerry and Kev. You guys might as well give an update on your guys' selves. I mean, I know you. Anything new happening or? No, I built a training for a guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. In eight hours. <laughs> Nothing really new for me, honestly. Well, we're just living life. Yeah, softball's done now, so I got an extra free day a week now, so that's good. We got to plan a trip to Indiana here soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a little worried about that. <laughs> no, we oh. gotta get better first. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You need to be I was planning on going to Kentucky this weekend, so I don't know yeah, what I'm gonna do. I know. Do I, was, obviously, I was. I was thinking about you. I was like, man, I might have to run some cameras places for Matthew. We might have oh. to. We might have. I, mean, to I appreciate it, but oh. He doesn't we'll want to give up work. his spots. What it is? <laughs> no, no I, he I knows. I know, I know where they're at. That I, he needs to put some cameras. But I know. Yeah, it's Jerry, a team Jerry's thing. Hunted in he's, 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 got, <laughs> he's got too much pride to let another man go hang his wise eyes. <laughs> no, you know, I find, dude, I find it so much like yeah, that is it's so fun. much fun. To I me, know is like, like not saying that I wouldn't if if I truly can't walk in like a week or two, uh, one hundred percent give you give you guys gas money and say here here you go but like i find it i just find so much i don't want to say joy because but it's just it's fun yeah, for me to hang cameras it's so interactive know? yeah the adventure side yeah. of it too you yeah. find new stuff you want to hang camera over or whatever no i seriously i love the adventure side like i love just like walking on, on public and just never stepping foot on it in, in my life and like going out there and like figuring out where these big deer are just mm-hmm. i absolutely love it so Yep. Oh, maybe we can get old Cromer to go hang some cams with us. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. No, I, I, I truly miss like just being outdoors and like all. I, 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 truly I miss the, the sun. <laughs> I miss the sun. I miss the fresh air. I miss the outdoors. But, you know, I missed. I you know I was. I stayed safe in my basement from the Canadian wildfires. So yeah. maybe that's why I was yeah, stuck in my no. basement. Yeah. Wildfires, right? <laughs> yeah, and this the next chapter of this series is conspiracy theories. <laughs> yeah, but, but um, yeah. why don't we why don't we talk about what's coming up in the future, and then we probably wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, um, we're, we're there. We're an hour. So, uh, after the trail cam series is over, there'll be there'll be this one that you guys are currently listening to, and then we'll have probably a 
it's not scheduled yet at this point in time, but we'll probably have a wise eye podcast just talking about the ins and outs of the new camera. That'd be cool. Um, yeah. and why it's better than the old one. Right. And basically why we run wise eye compared to any other brand of cell camera. Yeah. Um, we partnered with those guys this year and I want to make a valid point. I had 18 of their cameras before even reaching out to them. Mm -hmm. So if anybody listening to this thinks like, Oh, you just jumped on the bandwagon or whatever for like a free camera. That's not the case at all. Yeah. Jerry and Kevin both had the whole team had cameras. Um, at least I I think, I think he had three. I think I had four black had two or three of, you know, obviously Matt had a few more, but Mm -hmm. yeah, we, we all had them before, there was any talk of hey maybe we should we should try and see if we could you know do something with this company so yeah. the yeah. product was tried and true before any of that happened yeah absolutely yeah and we just we sh- we truly if you if you guys want to deal with so yeah let's let's break it down a little bit i want to talk about it a little bit so yeah so wise eyes are they're a little bit more expensive than your tacticam or your spy point but if you want a camera that's going to work 100% of the time yeah. And if you want customer service that yeah. is just like top yeah. notch, unmatched, yeah, like it's such a small company. It's you when you call in for customer service, nine times out of ten, you are talking to one of the owners, right? Like, think about that. Like, you're not talking to some, you know, some dude across the seas in India, like, mm-hmm. you're talking to the owner of the company, yeah, and. I don't know. I I personally would rather deal with a company like that and spend an extra fifty bucks on the camera than you know buy some you know cheap you know. And I'm not gonna knock on any other yeah, camera. No I just yeah. I just think that yeah. I personally think it's the best the best quality for the money. And I trust those guys, and they trust us, and we have a good relationship. And that's all I'm gonna say about it. And yeah. if anybody. Also, uh, actually, I think the friends and family discount might end. Thank we you. need to start advertising that. Yeah, we we have a friends and family discount code that will save you a significant amount of money. We're not allowed to talk about how much, but if you guys reach out to us, we will hook you up with a code that I promise it's it's it, not a 10 percenter. No, this helps. is a very, very good code. That is going to make that camera very reasonably Do priced compared to the other cheaper ones. Yeah, it was um, on there, I think. But like, was it September, end, end October, of end of August? Oh, okay. Well, will they catch us? End of August. Will they catch us in so, August? Um, Maybe the last week of August. And even, even, even if, if it, it if it over, runs out, yeah, just hit us up and we'll we'll try and figure something we'll, out. Yeah, we'll figure something out for you. Well, yeah. and we also can start advertising it, or can we? Can no. we start? We can't put it on the story we, or anything. We can't. Like that. Can't, we can okay. we can advertise we, we just can't, can't say how much it is right yeah tell you what it is so yeah. maybe okay. we'll start doing that in the story and stuff because yeah, maybe on our helps we them helps us that on our wednesday our uh yeah we can do it next why is that wednesday our post today yeah we'll do it but, next wednesday yeah yeah i forget yeah. where we were going before i went down my tantrum just or not, not my tantrum but my rabbit hole you you were getting at like not just jumping on the bandwagon for to well, get yeah. the and the and the reason i mean Obviously, we all have ha- we all have so many cell cams, but the reason we've landed with Wise Eye is because we have had all these other cell cams yeah. and we have run into issues. Yeah. And like we've yeah. said about the other brands that we work with, we work with a small handful of brands and we only work with brands that we trust and that we just truly love. And yeah. we've landed with Wise Eye because we've had the competitors mm-hmm. and we've had issues. Yeah. Like so you know, one of the big it issues. It should speak volumes that we are willing to put our you know, put these people with us and, and yeah, and just preach it to you because they're a great company, great people, and a great product. What, what, Go ahead, I, Kev. I want to touch on one of the issues I had with the previous cell cam. It needed a firmware update, and to do that, you had to physically go get the camera, bring it back home, and and connect it to your computer mm-hmm. to do the update. Mm-hmm. Why do I want to go into the woods to get my cell camera that I put at a spot where I don't want to intrude? Just for a firmware update, like it wouldn't take pictures, it it wouldn't send nothing. It did it while it's in the woods. It, ha- it needed it to be needed updated. Needed to be updated. That's weird. With the Wise Eye, if you need a firmware update, it'll do it, and it'll still send you current pictures, videos, whatever mode you have it set on, while it's updating the firmware. So that's, that's impressive. That's cool. That's impressive. Uh, that was yeah, one so thing it'll... that I did not like about the other brand is because I put the camera there, it wasn't working. 
you, you get on the, the live chat with whoever from wherever, mm-hmm. and uh, like, well, you need a firmware update. Yeah. So it defeats the purpose of having a cell cam out there, really. Right. right. So fun background story, and maybe we should save this for when we have the thing with WiseEye, but I just want to talk about this. So WiseEye, like if you look it up, it's actually WiseEye Technologies, I believe, is their, mm-hmm. is their yeah. uh, handle. handle, like on... So they were actually a software company before they were a camera company. So like the, oh, I'm drawing a blank. What's it called? The Hunt Control or I'm going to butcher yeah. that. Hunt What's control. the app Hunt, called? Hunt Control. Is, yeah. So they designed that. So why is I designed the Hunt Control app before they designed the camera? So the, the app is, you know, basically every time a deer comes in, it tells you the pressure, the temperature, the wind direction, what whatever, all the weather data. So, like, to to go back to what we were just talking about, the reason why their cameras flow so nice is because they have that software background, and they they have some very intelligent people working for them that know that, like, that are also hunters, you know, that that know, like, hey, we don't want you to pull your camera from the woods. We don't we don't want you to do this. We're we're gonna push it remotely, and it's still gonna work. Mm-hmm. So that's that's nice. I yeah. like that a lot about those guys. Me too. But. Cool. Yeah, well, sounds oh. good. Let's say we wrap it up, boys. It's an hour and five. I'm good. You good, Matt? Yeah, I just want to say one thing. Um, as always, I just want to say one more thing. <laughs> I do want to thank God for everything that he has given us and um, me. Cromer's uh, opportunity. Yep. You know, our new opportunity with merch, these companies that we work with. Um, great friends. You know, Kevin dropped everything he was doing to rebuild my transmission. Jarrett went and got parts Mm -hmm. to get the Dodge off the lift. I I just can't thank you guys enough. And I want to thank God for, for putting me in the opportunity that I'm in. And even though this weekend was a terrible weekend and, you know, I I can't walk and like, I've got back issues, but like, it could always be worse, you know? And like, I've got friends around me and like, I love you guys. And, and, uh, you know, I, I just want to give God yeah. all the thanks because without him, we wouldn't be here. So. Yeah, yep, that, that's right. That, I'm glad you said that because something I was actually thinking of today was, like in the Bible, it says God will not put you in a situation that you can't handle. Mm-hmm. And God knew that you were going to have this hard weekend, and he put us all in here to help yeah. you. Yeah. Because your transmission would have went out either way eventually. Yep. <laughs> but he put Kevin in your life because he knew he could fix it for you. Yeah. <laughs> See? Yep. God put you, he knew you were going to have a hard He situation. freaking picked you up too, by the way. But uh, You said that before. <laughs> right. He picked you up and fixed it and sent you home. <laughs> that's right. Man, full service. That's right. Luckily, I had a friend with a gooseneck trailer. Yeah, that's helpful. <laughs> by the way, if you are listening to this and you're not, go get you some tires for that trailer because whoo, I wouldn't haul anything else with that thing. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. But we, I appreciate uh, you letting me borrow your trailer. That's right. Yep, that's definitely. a podcast for a different day. Oh, absolutely, the, whole story about that. the trailer <laughs> yeah. story. Yeah, too funny. Might yeah. have to be a bonus uh, episode. Yeah, maybe we'll we will make it a bonus. It'll be episode. labeled Matt's tranny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but just all seriousness, yep, like thank absolutely. you guys, and, and uh, you know, obviously, thank you God for everything that mm-hmm. you've given us and everybody at Born Again, and you know, if, if anybody's listening to this, and and maybe. Um, doesn't have a personal relationship and wants to learn a little bit more about it, please message us. Like we always say, none of us on here are perfect, but we can point you in the right direction and get you started. So um, something I strongly, strongly recommend because it's changed my life. It's changed all the guys' lives that we're, that I'm talking to right now. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, and he can change your life if, if you're wanting that. So that's all I got to say. End I it, Kevin. Yep. Hit, it, too, hit it with that ending, buddy. Yeah. Send it right. home. Doesn't matter what you've done in the past. You can always be born again, and born again is out. Peace. Peace.